Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Good afternoon. Well... Yeah, for you. Well, no, you. Uh, I don't know. Is it is it good afternoon, Faz? Oh man, uh, I don't, do you know it's a weird one because you know let's take let's take fantasy football away from it at the moment, okay. right? So, okay. right, so started the started the weekend, right? Final weekend before lockdown with the England rugby team winning the Six Nations. So can't complain about that. Life is going great. Followed by. Arsenal's first win at Old Trafford in 14 years, right? I don't even know that was a thing. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's not nothing to be proud of, is it? Anyway, first win in 14 years. So buzzing there. And then the mighty Steelers, right? I literally can't wait all day today. You know how I was told off last episode? <laughs> Mate, everything is going to be related to the 7-0 Steelers. You have not ever played a good team. <laughs> So, <clears throat> still haven't made. <laughs> <laughs> so, so up until there, and I remember at the at the end of the game when I was a bit worried that we might have lost it at the end. Uh, I was like, you know, I, I prayed to Roger Goodell because I'm not religious. I was like, Roger Goodell. Yeah, I don't fucking know, mate. Just making up shit here, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, right, all I want, all Roger I want, Goodell. Please, yeah, please get us the win, mate. Please get us the win. Hook, look, hook us up, brother. Um, but, mate, I was like, do you know what? The thing is, okay, I could lose this week. It's not really going to affect my my championship ring this year that much. So, you know, I can afford that. Whereas the amount of shit and banter I can live on for another week on this podcast twice, every single day when we chat and meet about the Steelers going 7-0 and <laughs> and doing that, I was like, that's so much more worth it. So I was like, I'll take that. I'll take that. So... I'll be honest with you, I'm a bit up and down because actually I still had a really good fancy week. It just happens to be I played against DK Metcalf and Mahomes. So, uh, I mean, I got a respectable one two five score, but, you know, unfortunately the guy I'm playing against um, is going to finish on about 195 or something. So, 
you can't really do anything about that. And annoyingly, everybody else has scored like twenty-five points, including yourself, right? So, uh, so yeah, it's a bit mixed feeling. But I'll, I'll, I'll take the first three. If, you know, if I have to put it down to four things of the weekend, I'll take, I'll take, the, I'll take three out of four. Wow, I think um, Steeler's going to be unbeaten for a long time, mate. So <laughs> I'm going to have to get used to this, aren't I? If you're playing Dallas next, you'll be there. Then you got Jazz yeah. and Bengals, I think. Yeah, so, but Bengals. Although Bengals look good, you know. Uh, they they they, not, uh, they do, but they're not going to be Steelers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> um, but mate, how about how about uh, you know? I mean, I don't really want to rub it in, but um, I mean, how, how about your uh, your week? I think this is the worst week I've ever had in fantasy football, mate. Oh, brutal, man. The thing is, I've scored thirty six once upon a time. Once upon a time. Oh wow. Once upon a time. But, I do remember that. <laughs> I've seen to recall I had Cam Noon, a quarterback, and he threw like three interceptions and then got benched. Oh, um, God. But anyway, the reason why this is bad, man, is because my team has gone from a title contender to <laughs> 55 points. 55! You know, was in the space of three weeks. Yeah. And, um, I mean, look. Let's give you. Let's cut yourself some slack, right? Obviously, you had, um, you know, you obviously CMC's out, and you know, yeah. we, we think you, you, you know, give him a couple of game weeks, he'll be back, right? So that'll kind of start working, hopefully, in your favour. I mean, I mean, Jonathan Taylor's done, but let's not let's not dwell on too much <laughs> on that. Maybe have a little <laughs> cheeky rant about Jonathan Taylor. The minute Trey Burton's playing the wildcat, wildcat running back on the goal line, um, you know that Jonathan Taylor just is done. I think he's, do you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. This is the worst rookie performance <laughs> I've seen ever. <laughs> Purely because his talent, I mean, his 40 yard dash speed, his strength, his skill set. He's playing against, he's playing for the Colts who are winning. Good offensive line. He should be smashing it this year. And we've got Trey Burton running in the touchdowns. What's that all about? Baz? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. I mean, we've got we've got Naheem Hines doing somersaults in the the bloody red zone. We got we got Jordan Jordan Wilkin, Jordan Wilkins Wilkins as well, Sully bloody CMC over there, and then we got Taylor who can't even get two yards of carry. I mean, I don't get it. I've I I literally have been so wrong on Jonathan Taylor, and I think every single expert has been. And um, I think he's honestly the worst rookie I've ever seen <laughs> in terms of his opportunity and his skill set. Oh man, he you should be really... doing better. He should be doing what, better. What's annoying is I probably should have just not drop Naeem Hines because I mean <laughs> that that fifty five fab is looking good now, but um, I'm going to have to spend the rest of my ten fab to get him now. I reckon. Um... And then right, Hollywood Brown. Right, this is my no. next round. This is my next round. I don't know. <laughs> Hollywood Brown does more running than Mo Farah. I'll tell you that, right? He's running around, he's off the line, he's in motion, side to side, up and down. He doesn't get the ball thrown to him. You might as well do even bother running. He, and then I know he's kicked off on Twitter going like, mate, just yeah. <laughs> throw me the ball. <laughs> yeah, he was he was not happy, was he? No, and I think um I think there's I mean the Ravens have always been running the ball first anyway. But um yeah. Hollywood Brown frustrates me as well. And um, I think yeah. The thing is, like with that as well, like I was, 
I mean, in my in my work league, I actually played Hollywood Brown as well, and I know he managed to get a touchdown, but it was yeah. literally that was a one yard pass, wasn't it? So yeah, 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 yeah. Six, so it's nothing. But even I was like, I was like, all right, the mighty mighty Steelers, right? Always like do they, you know they can let up some big plays because that's what it is, right? The, the way the defense plays, that, that there is an opportunity, and when you're as good a team like the Ravens, you can exploit something like that. And I was like, surely he's just going to, you know, he would be the one to to just do something. But he's just, yeah, man. I mean, I feel bad for you, buddy, because I'm trying to find some positives. But um... there isn't, mate. Odell Beckham's <laughs> out for the season. Chris Godwin, you don't know where he's coming or going. George Kittle's now injured. And yeah. uh, CeeDee Lamb's got no quarterback. I've gone from a, a very good team to literally, I, I think I've got no players other than Deshaun Watson that I can actually, I mean, Carson Wentz as well. Two fumbles yeah. and two interceptions against Dallas. I mean, yeah. what is going on? I was uh, I was gonna I was gonna send you a trade earlier for Jonathan Taylor, and then I kind of like <laughs> I kind of had a look at it, looked at the matchups. The amount, the amount of offers I've had for Jonathan Taylor that I should Mate, you should have taken them. You should have taken them. Um, it's actually a joke, and I'm sure was... I'm not the only one across the the whole fantasy world that um, are going through the same emotions as me today. Yeah, it's just. It's just an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, I think with Jonathan Taylor, like gen- genuine, like what are your thoughts on? Because I mean, look, the Colts are are certainly rising as the season goes, right? I mean, I think they, I think they look like a very, very good team. Um, I mean, obviously defensively, they're probably the best 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 team there in defense, right? Um, obviously, often Steelers, um, and um, and 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 you know they're able to turn the ball over, but it just 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 doesn't go to Jonathan Taylor, who you know, I mean, most yeah. people picked him in the first round, if not if not, I think you got him in the second, didn't you, or something like that, or maybe the first, no second. Um, it's just a bit of a weird one with him, isn't it, really? Yeah, and I think obviously with Marlon Mack being injured as well, it was like, oh, here we go, and he's. Like, He's had some decent games, but I just I think in the red zone, um, in particular, they sort of use different players, the Colts, um, mm. including their tight ends. They're very, very creative. Actually, let's take fantasy off off the off the thing here. Colts are very, very innovative in the red zone, mm. um, and that's why they've been very good in the red zone. And they've used their tight ends, and they've you know used multiple running backs. But Jonathan Taylor, it just seems like he's just one trick pony in terms of I need to watch him. Um, how bad it was yesterday in terms of his full game highlights because I don't know why he's he struggled, whether they just got some certain tactic for him just to run into the line as opposed to, you know, moving side to side. But um, I think it's a worry because he's just not going to get the goal line work and he's sharing the workload with Naheem Hines and uh, Wilkins. And on top of all of that, it's, it looks like he's just getting worse and worse each week, which is the, mm-hmm. the concern if, for fantasy because he's just not getting the volume or the red zone. I think so it's a do you know it's, it, it is a weird one so I mean I, obviously you know I mean yesterday was kind of good because I was so happy with the Steelers win that I was kind of like well and also I was pretty much already losing my matchup so yeah. I was like, you know, I'm just going to enjoy I'm just going to watch it for the sake of it and, and, and you know there's a time sometimes that I think I mean, you just you learn more about the league and stuff and mm. um, again obviously a lot of my information is based on on, on kind of because I watch the Steelers games more kind of specifically but even if you look at like the Seahawks. I mean, I just had a little rant on one of our on our, one of our, one of our groups, right? And you look at the way Tyler Lockett scored last week for the Seahawks the week before, sorry, right? And then you look at the way it's it's now gone here. I mean, we we spoke about and you know exclusive on the journey the Journey Boys podcast, right? It was like how the Steelers literally just pick one of these guys like they to be the focal point 
point of of mm. the offense that week. But then not only that, they still have everyone there. Mm. And I feel like the the NFL is just kind of developing in that way, where you you know like yeah, of course, like someone like Julio Jones is brilliant, right? Or some of these big boys are really good. But actually, people are starting to you know you know the wide receiver twos, the wide receiver threes, threes. These guys are now equally capable of catching a ball and actually probably 95 percent of the time are probably more open anyway so yeah so you know you i don't think there is that many people in the nfl that you can just be like every single week are going to get. i mean not like, look at last year like cmc right he's pretty one of the only guys you could be like right every week he's going to do that. i mean even dalvin cook and i know we're going to talk about him a lot in a bit right but <laughs> you look at dalvin cook he'll have weeks like this but then you'll have weeks where he's really quiet yeah. um and uh, and and I'm not saying I've uncovered something here or whatever, but it, it is just interesting to look at. That. I mean, you look at, uh, for example, Tyler Lockett's score, and I keep bringing him up. Right, he had literally four touchdowns the other day, and this week he had scored four points. Yeah. So, so it's, it, it, I think it's really hard finding people who you know, no matter how good they are, how you know they, how good they're going to do basically. Because I, I I put it on the group, I, I guarantee you DK doesn't have as big a week this week. I mean, I know it's really hard to yeah. uh, mimic that, but he's not going to have that week next week, is he? Oh, who knows? But yeah, you're right. The, the the flip between him and Lockett is actually quite interesting because it yeah one of them goes big, one of them doesn't. It's quite interesting. Yeah. But I think you touched on a good point where there was a lot of experts actually that were saying because of the the preseason issues that they've had with COVID and so forth, that the defenses will just nowhere near be as good as usual. Mm. And and it, I think it's shown like the points for has been so high mm-hmm. um, across fantasy, but also in terms of the NFL. There's a lot of players scoring touchdowns that probably wouldn't normally score touchdowns and yep. players going for 200 yards that they normally wouldn't go for 200 yards. And it was quite a rare occurrence, but now it just seems like there's multiple players doing it each week. And as you said, there's the wide receiver too, the wide receiver three who's starting to really perform. So it's quite interesting to see him. And is, but I think it's just purely because the defenses are just not as good as previous years. I think no. only really the Steelers you you can be a bit worried about, but even they've got some defensive frailties. So there's exactly. not many that you can think, oh, that's a scary game anymore. Yeah. So. I mean, on on that note as well, um, I just wanted to back up my uh, my my tight end um stats um you'll have a look at um mr andrews and and it seems to be that i mean again it's not something again i I don't know if you've heard it let me know because like i mean i'm listening to the other guys at the fantasy footballers and all these guys and like no one's really brought it up and like people are still saying play like mark andrews this week like he was i think on on some of them he was like a star to play this week and it was just like i mean surely and you know an, an idiot like me okay fine yes i religiously watch Steelers, but an idiot like me can pick that out surely that should be fancy relevant news for people that don't play your tight ends unless you're a fan and even then 15 points is good for a tight end but it's not you know what i mean it's not that great and you know andrew's finished with 4.7 yesterday um, yeah yeah so i think that's um, that's the tricky one with fantasy football is the names and where you draft them, you're kind of forced to play in them, but you mm. do need to look for alternatives in certain matchups, as, as you said, the tight ends here. And we'll talk about Zeke at some point. We, we'll, Me and you both point blank said Zeke's going to have a tough matchup against the Eagles, mm. and he scored 7.8 mm. points or something. And it's just, I'm not saying you drop Zeke, but, you know, these are the things that you've got to look at. And um, you're right, you know, putting him as a starter or a top 10 ranked player is quite... Um, a bit uh, not good for the listeners, really. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's just an interesting one. And and, and to be honest with you, the first few years I played fantasy football, I heavily relied on on kind of 
these guys. And, and at the end of the day, look, we're a podcast about the journey of fancy football, right? And mm. so for all of you guys that are listening to us, and you know, you can hear Macca and I clearly go through highs and lows every week, but we're, especially Macca this week, we're not talking too much about his, his record this week. I feel better now, I've got it off my chest, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Still love you, man, but Jesus, do something. <laughs> So, so obviously that, that that doesn't help. But actually, I feel like I feel like since you and I have kind of been doing this podcast, we kind of like I feel like we're more, you know, looking into those intricacies. And I think any of you guys out there that actually look at it, like look at that kind of stuff, like matchups really, really, really do matter. Like if there's an injury on one side of, like you, you know, sometimes people will even be like, okay, well you're playing the, the Colts or the Steelers or the or the Tampa Bay defense who are shut out, right? But mm. if there's if there's one piece of that jigsaw missing, right, like that's going to make a big difference, right? Let's say, for example, like, I mean, again, I, I'm only saying for the series because that's which one I can tell you for exactly. But if um, um, Terrell Edmund um, is not going to be out because he seems to be one that seems to be marking these tight ends, if he's not playing next week, then, then you know, those are the kind of times when you can start thinking about, okay, well, maybe it is worth probably playing a tight end because that person does make that difference. But, you know, what we always think, and we just go with it, oh, okay, because the defense are good, you just don't play them against that defense, right? I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. I think I think I think people just need to look into it more. Don't just play the names. And 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 you know, what? if you're going to have a big week from DK Metcalf, don't expect him to get forty next week. Like I think with, with Chase Claypool, you know, like everybody's like, okay, well he's going to get it. They've got so many weapons there. You, you've got to, you know, there is sometimes like okay, Fulgham for example, right? I want to mention him because I thought Fulgham was good this week. And you know, we always thought he was going to be good anyway against 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 Dallas. But he's pretty much the only focal point. It makes sense to play that person. Hmm. Um, and um but anyway that's my little rant just just you know don't just don't just base it off starting systems folks and and don't just base it off like you know what, what it is like look into it and that will really kind of um help help your your decisions when you pick players yeah um maca should we go straight into the good the bad the ugly we've pretty much spoken about most of it but <laughs> we'll talk about yeah. it good um listen i think quarterback you can't go beyond patrick mahomes it was yeah. such a good matchup for him though wasn't it so um mm. Uh, but yeah, he still delivered at the end of the day. But I think the guys that I think played better than I thought they were going to was Matt Stafford. Um, mm-hmm. He had a tough matchup against the Colts. And Matt Stafford at home, I tend to find as a reliable fantasy quarterback, no matter who he plays, he tends to mm-hmm. score points. And Philip Rivers um, had a good week as well against Detroit. Um, both of those guys probably was a good stream for people who, who um, picked them. In terms of bad... Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to give Cam Newton a bit of love. I know he fumbled it at the end, but um, mm. I thought he did quite well considering. Um, yeah, it was really, I, I, when he was sat on the sideline and crying, I, I, I literally, my heart broke for him. Yeah, it was a tough, tough day for him, unfortunately. Um, in terms of bad, I, I think I'm a bit worried about this guy called um, Josh Allen. Guy called Josh Allen. <laughs> um, he's starting to, he, had a, he went off on a real hot streak early on in the season, but if you look at his last three or four games, he's only scored 16 15, 16, and 12. And that's just not quite Josh Allen level. And it's, it's, it's four weeks in a row now, so his consistency is starting to go the wrong direction. Mm. And I think that's a bit of a concern if you keep on playing Josh Allen. There might be better options. He's got Seattle this week, and I just think that's a good bounce-back game. But if that doesn't go so well, I'd worry a little bit. So Yeah, fair enough. And fair Carson enough. Wentz was the ugly Rough. of the week. Um, I said to everyone, pick him up, and I, I do apologise. He he will have some good games, but this one was uh, just an absolute disaster from Castle Wentz. Um, two mm. two interceptions and two fumbles. Mm. Um, bit of a bad day. In terms of running yeah. backs, mate, Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you play Dalvin against Dalvin Cook, you 
probably lost. Um, yeah. I've got him in one of my other leagues, so I'm happy I have him. But um, <laughs> he smashed it. But in terms of the, this is what I said about last time and last podcast, you've got to be looking at backups and handcuffs. Because look at the rest of the top 10. Gio Bernard, DJ Dallas, Zach Moss, Jordan Wilkins, Naheem Hines, Damian Harris, Justin Jackson, Jamal Williams. All of them are backups. All of them are handcuffs. All of them are probably available on the waivers. And I think these are the areas that people need to probably target now is try and look at who's still available on your waiver that could potentially get a chance to play um, at running back in particular because there's a lot of injuries at this stage of the season. But in terms of bads, um, listen, Boston Scott let a few people down. Kareem Hunt had a bad day. Um, Zeke, we, we keep talking about how bad Zeke was, so I'm not going to mm. keep on going on about him. But in terms of ugly, Livion Bell and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, um, between them, I think they scored about nine points. So... It's not great for either of them. Um, and uh, I think it's a bit of a concern going forward for both of them because there's so much in this Kansas City offense anyway to field both of those as well. It's quite difficult to get them mm-hmm. um, to trust in terms of scoring. Um, in terms of wide receiver, uh, Devante Adams is just someone who you just enjoy watching. Um, he's, so good. he's just continues to score big points. DK Metcalf, obviously you talked about was, was a good game. Robert Woods had some form. It was good to see Tyree kill. Um, mm-hmm. It was good to see him starting to uh, show his, show his worth. Mm-hmm. Um, big bounce back games for Mike Williams and Alan Robinson. But um, in terms of bad, I think Stefan Diggs had a bit of a quiet day. He um, did. For his respective performance. Um, AJ Brown saved his day with a touchdown, but he also had a bit of a, bit of a quiet game. Um, for his standards. But in terms of ugly, listen, we talked about Marquise Brown. Um, DJ Moore continuously struggles with the fact that Robbie Anderson's there. Tyler Lockett had a bit of an ugly day. And as you said, it's going to flip between him and DK Metcalf, it seems. Mm. But Adam Phelan and Justin Jefferson, between them, eight points. Um, it's not great. They <laughs> ran everything, didn't they? They did, yeah, but uh, that's just ugly for them. Yeah, so. not great. Yeah, it's it's um it's a good week. I, I enjoyed this week. Uh, you, you know, I think uh, you know, I think the you know you spoke about um, the COVID and lack of preseason and stuff. And I think it's it's been interesting because I, I I do personally think that it's that's probably the main reason why we've had so many of the injuries. Um, so that's the kind of really really negative side of stuff. I mean, you see, like almost every week, we're now getting a player go out. Uh, to a long-term season-ending en- injury, and you know we had um, Stanley on the on the line for for the Ravens, um, who yeah. went out. It's just such an unfortunate injury. Like there was no malice in that. Um, TJ Watt kind of fell on him and, and, and in a bad way, and um, you, you know what I mean. You don't want to see that. Even I was watching that, and I was like, look, obviously I want to win this game so bad, but you just don't want to see that. You want the best players to be out there. Um, you, you know, so it, I think that's not really helped. But what I think what it, what it has helped with a little bit is um, uh, with kind of you know the kind of exciting games like the high volume like you said like the number of points and and you know it just seems like it's just going well I mean that that Steelers and Ravens game uh was just so exciting like the lead just kept shifting both times uh you know they were they were very very matched uh very very matched side um and uh you could see that as well like you know both defense is very good both offense is very good um, I mean, like, just shout out as well. And I mean, we know, I know we all know about, it, but Kansas City and and Seattle. Uh, you know, I think they're certainly going to give everybody on the AFC uh, a run for their money when it comes to it as well, because they were really, really good. Um, so yeah, no, it was, it was interesting to see, and I like it. But let, let's just um, go straight on to uh, Wooden Spoon and Match Ball um, again. Maka, you've spoken about most of them, haven't you? So um, we will uh, just kind of. Sk- 
bleh, speed through most of them. Um, I mentioned Lockett in the in the in the wooden spoon uh, again. That doesn't mean he's a bad player, but it just meant you know he did anything that probably didn't help you with your matchup. Um, Jonathan Taylor. Um, I <laughs> don't want to keep bringing him up, but but you know we mentioned him in there. Lamar Jackson again. Look, you know you got to rhyme off that sometimes. You know it is it is a good defense you're playing against. Uh, I mean, but he ran the ball a lot, and you know you'd probably expect more from him from where you drafted him. So he's in there. Amari Cooper. I'm I'm going to probably stop stop mentioning the Dallas guys now. Um, but uh, yeah, Amari Cooper's in there. I think it's just a bit unfair on them. Um, you know, it's never, never great like that. CEH was kind of the biggest loser, um, I thought as well. Um, but then again, it, you know, they, they, they wanted to throw the ball in the, in the form Mahomes was, was just pretty much perfect. Um, I'm going to put Zeke in there as well. And, uh, however, I think, I think I'm going to give, uh, the wooden spoon this week to Carson Wentz. Um, yeah. just purely because on the podcast last week, you know, us guys, especially it's probably this, this is probably more of a wooden spoon for both you and I, who both said he was going to go big. Um, this week and and, and the thing is on paper he should have right I mean they won this game they won this game comfortably and uh, you know he should have scored a lot more and and, and he probably did not do much to um, uh, help your your week this week Um, and and I know the other guys didn't but we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll give it to him yeah yeah do you want to just read the rest of your team, mate? Uh, I wasn't going. I wasn't going to mention Kittle because he got injured. It wasn't necessarily his fault, but uh, you know, it, it, it just shows you how much a QB makes difference, doesn't it? So Garoppolo going out didn't really help there. But um, uh, anyway, we'll leave that there. Right, match ball this week uh, again. We've spoken about all these guys. Um, I just wanted to add in there again. Probably don't need to speak about him all the time. But the only person we haven't spoken really about is Russell Wilson. Uh, and, you know, it's only overshadowed by the importance of uh, Mahomes' performance this week. Uh, so Wilson's going to get the shout, just because just you missed him out, Maka. Um, <laughs> and then um, uh, I'm going to go really controversial here. I'm not giving the match ball to Dal- Dalvin Cook. I'm going to give him the mention here. And I'll tell you for why. I'll tell you why. I've played against Dalvin Cook in my work league, which I have a terrible team. And I'm going to win that matchup. And, and that had Darwin Cook. <laughs> so for that reason alone, right? I mean, I'm just going to, you're not going to do it. I'm just going to pause and just let you know this here. Because I my team basically is a mirror image of your team. That is really bad. But somehow, right? Honestly, I'm just, I'm just going to go this, all right? Okay, so at the moment, it's I'm on 116 points. And the guy who I was playing against has 111 points. Now, he's got no one else to play. So he's finished on 111. So I've obviously already won. But I've still got Leonard Fournette to play. But he had Tannehill, right? And in this league, uh, and in this league, he had Dalvin Cook, who scored forty-six point six points. He had James Conner, who got twelve points. But then he had DJ Moore, AJ Brown, Jimmy Graham, Boston Scott, Kansas defense, and then Matt Prater as a kicker. And so he finished one hundred and eleven points. So you got to think when someone when Cook has a performance like he does, you should be beating him. But I've beaten him with okay, fine. I had Russell Wilson. Hmm. I played I played Gio Bernard. I did play Marquise hmm. Brown. I did play uh, Brandon Ayuk. I had George Kittle, uh, but then I put in DJ Dallas, and then it was a Philly D that got me 21 points. And I've still got four net to come. So uh, for that reason, I'm not giving Dalvin Cook the match ball. <laughs> and uh, But on the other side, uh, even though I, I, I won with playing those two, I also did happen to play DK Metcalf and Mahomes. And it's going to be the first time ever. I'm actually going to give the match ball jointly to both of them. 
I'm going to give it to Patrick Mahomes because it was just brilliant. And just DK Metcalf is just, he's unreal. He's fantastic. And so for the first time ever, an exclusive on the Journey Boys podcast, I'm giving the match ball to both Mahomes and DK Metcalf because they very firmly put me in the bin this week. So well done to you two. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, DK Metcalf is just exceptional. I love yeah, watching him play. <laughs> he's just very, very exciting, isn't he? Maka, are we going to finish up with your move on up, move on out? Yeah, I think it's. I think the move on up and the move on out is um, getting a little bit uh, redundant at the minute because of the fact that everyone knows who's good and who's bad. But I'm just going to give a few names that I think you can move on out on. And I think next week, I think what we can do as, um, just for the listeners, is try and look at which players going forward could win you the league. So as we touched on with the defences and so on, um, is there a tight end who's got a good set of fixtures? Is there a quarterback who's got a good set of fixtures that some people may want to try and target um, if they've got the ability to trade? But I think I touched on him. Josh Allen is a worry for me at quarterback. I think he's his scoring is decreasing quite a lot. And I think he's got a buy coming up and he's got some tough fixtures. And the weather conditions in Buffalo is never great. And I just think he's someone who you could probably move on out on. Um, and Lamar Jackson, I said him last week and I've mm. continued to say about him, he's just... His touchdowns last year was just so scary and it, it was always going to regress. But what's worrying me is his running is just nowhere near as fluent and as good as it was last year. So he's a concern. Um, running back, listen, Jonathan Taylor is a concern. Um, I'm not saying that just because I've got him. I've, I've, I'm just saying it's because of the committee situation and the red zone situation. It's just not a good situation. I think this could be your last week to get rid of Jonathan Taylor. And I will say the same for CEH. I think he's someone who has done okay, but the same issue. He's got too many issues now with Livion Bell and there's no red zone opportunities um, for him. I think the other guy that I think you can probably try and trade just to see if you get any value is Adam Phelan. Um, And the reason why is because he got off to a hot start, Adam Phelan, and he was one of the top five wide receivers. But over the last couple of weeks, Dalvin Cook has started to really kick on at running back and so is Jefferson on the other side. I just think Adam Phelan's scoring is going to decrease um, as the season goes on. So I think he's someone you can probably move on out just to see if you can get a better player for. Um, in terms of move on up and who, people you should try and go and get, I've, I've been talking about him quite a bit. Justin Herbert continuously scores each week in a tough game against Denver. He's still continued to score. He looks like an exceptional talent for me. Um, and I think he's someone who's just going to continuously score points each week. Um, and a running back, it's a difficult one because... I think there's a lot of injuries, and as I said, the top running backs people aren't going to try and give away. But I think this is a time where you look at the wave and you look at the backups and the handcuffs, as I said last week. Because if you look at the top 10, there's eight who are backups and handcuffs. And if you look at the week before, that was something similar as well. I just think that this is an opportunity just to see who's left and try and pinch as many running backs as you can um, onto your bench going forward. and in terms of wide receiver, again, same thing. It's very tricky with wide receivers, but a few guys that I think you should try and get is Higgins and Boyd from the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Burrow is starting to really get going. I think he's having a good time. Uh, Fulgham, I've said about him for the last three weeks. He's getting better each week for the Eagles. And he's on a bye this week. So the guy who's got him, I'm just including yourself, may, mm-hmm. may be tempted to, to uh, trade him. I think the other guy who's gone under the radar who could be an interesting ad is Brandon Cooks. Um mm-hmm. Purely because I think that Houston may trade one of their wide receivers. Uh, Maybe Randall Colby might be Fuller and it might be Kenny Stills. One person that isn't going to be is Brandon Cooks. And the last two or three weeks, he's been 
very, very good for Houston. And I think um, he's going to continuously score points. So those are the guys I think you should try and probably target um, in Love this it. next week. So. Love it. So, yeah, we've got the um, trade deadlines tomorrow. So you'll probably yes. see a few uh, moving uh, parts today and uh, and probably part tomorrow. So uh, the next episode, will uh, obviously, we'll go over everything that is going on. Um, something uh, I know that Steelers have just traded to the Jets. Um, <laughs> as well uh for defensive uh williamson they've gone for him there as well so we'll see avery williamson's coming over but um i think there'll be a lot more happening it's quite exciting i like it it's a bit like draft day um but you know it'll come down to the wire tomorrow and i think i think there'll certainly be lots of things happening um so we will um obviously bring you a roundup of that uh in the next episode um Maka, should we do we want to go through the bets or should we wait till next week for because i know there's still one game left uh, we've come a bit early this week this podcast um, well, let's, let's just go through the confirmed bets because uh, I think we've, go we've got two or three that's already in the bag for yourself. Yep. Um, Livion Bell did <laughs> uh, not do so well in his revenge game, but he did outscore CEH. So um, that's a Boom. cheeky 10, 10 points. 10 points, baby. Now, we don't know quite yet how Tampa Bay and Giants are going to go, but at the moment, San Francisco and Seahawks is the highest scoring team. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Tom Brady or Carson Wentz finish outside the top eight. Um, I did worry about one of them having a bad game. They might both have a bad game, but Carson Wentz has already uh, messed his up for you, as unfortunately. Um, so it's five <laughs> points. Ten points? And, Was it for you? Uh, did you say? Yeah, yeah, five points for me. For you? Yeah, you said that both of them would be in the top eight. Okay, fine, fine, okay, fine. Okay. Now uh, I thought the Chargers would beat Denver, and um, unfortunately, the uh, the new guru, Azim Akhtar. Has uh, <laughs> told me uh, today that Denver won by thirty-one to thirty. So there you go. Yeah. Um, I just, just it's not an easy place to go. I think Denver are looking alright. You know, they're not too bad. So yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that on. Yeah, oh. and uh, I think we've got one more game. Uh, yes, we've got the last game. I did think AJ Green was going to have a big game purely because the trade deadline was coming round, and I thought he would showcase his skills. He didn't have a great game. Um, neither did Jimmy Graham. Um, but Rob Gronkowski, I hope he scores a touchdown today just to sort of win this bet. Um, <laughs> so, so we've got two more that are live. So we'll, uh, we'll finish those ones up uh, on the next pod, which will most likely be Thursday or Friday. I think we like the Friday ones, don't we? There's a little bit of hype to Friday. So everyone's ready for the weekend, although there'll be the start of lockdown here. So nobody will care about that anymore. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep that updated. I mean, the points currently stand as, as with 90, Macca with 40. Uh, just wanted to add as well that we're in there. Firstly, shout out to Newcastle to winning for winning this week. I know we always talk about Arsenal. We just want to give them a bit of love because we do love Newcastle on the pod here. Um, but also wanted to add that Macra and I made a bet uh, about uh, our kind of so-called second teams, which was uh, Luton Town <laughs> against Brentford. Um, I just, I don't know, maybe if you guys want to check the score on that and come back to me, I'll, you know, we'll, uh, we'll come back to that. But unlike, unlucky Macca, basically. Um, so, so actually, it's been it's been a pretty good sporting week for me this week, but minus minus losing to uh, a very worthy score from Mahomes and DK Metcalf in particular. Um, but uh, Maka, I think that is it for this this week. Uh, well, not for this week, uh, for this episode. Um, obviously, we'll be back next uh, in a couple of days 
and uh, we will kind of round up everything like we said from uh, trade deadline tomorrow uh, and then look ahead to some of the games and hopefully have a finish on our bets hopefully another another 20 points for me that'd be pretty great um, but uh, maybe you probably need those points so I kind of <laughs> hope you get them because we had a pretty shit week so. <laughs> so so I'll give you the points I've got enough in the bag for now uh, but yeah guys um, always just as, uh, as as always mentioned like you know I was starting to see so many of these uh, reviews likes and shares coming in so please I know I sound like a broken record record every time with them it really really does help us um and and will only help us uh, grow and get better and hopefully uh, keep us more interested and more excited so we can keep bringing you relevant information and like you said if you want to win guys listen to us because you've got the guru himself here and then mac is kind of good at this stuff as well so don't worry about it he just he's just having a bad time with his team but you know it, it doesn't mean he's it doesn't mean he doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> um so give us a give us a like share and follow on at journey boys nfl uh mac is always on twitter as always asking me questions and um uh, like i said I, I i take a lot of his advice and uh you know it's not going too badly although we both did lose this week guys so but yeah don't worry about that let's just let's just skim over that bit i could probably edit that bit out <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah other than that um Maka, that's uh, enough from me buddy um and uh, over to you pal yeah i just want to say one thing please tell us just sign fitzpatrick just do it just do it <laughs> help us out i think it'll help everyone out won't it um we'll see we'll see um we'll see how the game goes tonight and uh we'll see how how, how tampa bay get on but they do they they look also like a very exciting team but anyway on that note um guys take care and we'll speak to you in a few days time ciao up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com